everyone. Welcome to Backstory Sessions. I'm your host, Matt. We hope you enjoy this episode. today by my co-host Matt. Hey Matt. Hey Kat. Hey everyone. How are you? Well, here we are back again. You know, the ghost did not get us last week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, um, you know, there is another chance because this episode is also a little bit... Ooh, yeah, you know. yeah, there's uh, certainly some... Uh, uh, I would guess paranormal activity going on here. Well, the title, A Savannah Haunting, you know, that gives a little bit of it away right there. Yeah, uh, so our guest this week is in the movie A Savannah Haunting, and uh, it takes place, obviously, in Savannah. And uh, they had a unique uh, place to film. Well, I can't even, I mean... I can't, this is so mind-blowing. Okay, so this is Savannah, Georgia, you know, like Savannah to me and my mind and just passing through it and all of that is like a historical, you know, charming place. Right, yeah, a lot of like Civil War history and, you know, just like, I don't know, shipping and that sort of thing. Lots going on there. Um, very architectural, uh, you know, just a very, very lovely um, city. Yeah. I did not know that Savannah is one of the most haunted cities in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, I would venture to guess that it was right behind like probably New Orleans and uh, I don't know what are some of the other places that are Boston Boston is definitely one and Salem so uh, Savannah is the Salem of the South and you know Salem is the witch trial right did they have witches in Salem or in uh, Savannah <laughs> well I mean apparently they have all kinds of things um it, you know, if you are to believe the the stories, um, right? The accounts in this movie. So this movie is based on a true story. Okay. The writer, uh, who also directed this film, he um, grew up in a haunted house. Ah, interesting. And he wrote this the script about you know the story of of this house and the things that he experienced and then what does he do i'll tell you what he does. <laughs> i don't know what does he do Kat? <laughs> he he decides to film this movie at that very haunted house oh wow that's gonna be interesting yes can you imagine i mean yeah. <laughs> I, I, as I understand it, they, um, you know, brought in all kinds of, you know, whatever is appropriate to, let's say, 
get rid of the spirits and the, you know, um, what would you call that? Like, uh, uh, like a cleansing of the house. Yeah, like a house cleansing. I wonder what they do for that. Like, yeah, like probably bring in shaman and or, yeah, some religious sage and yeah. or other things. I don't really know what you burn. Uh, I'd almost be tempted to burn the house in my own. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's, it's to me, it's like so scary. If I grew up, I did not grow up, like, I don't recall ever seeing any ghosts where I lived. And I lived in the same house for, you know, most of my life. Like, after I was five, we didn't really move after that. So, right. I, you know, I don't remember anything like that ever happening. Um, yeah, nothing like that ever happened to me. I mean, we moved around a lot, but none of the houses were you know, had spirits or were haunted or anything like that that I can remember? Well, my grandparents, like, so my grandfather and my dad built the house that we lived in. So, you know, I know that it didn't have any, um, you know, somebody dying or getting killed or any right. any kind of stigma, things like that happening. Um, so I think you would probably have to have like, I don't think the spirits just, like, float around and go into a house, right? I mean... Well, usually there's some event that's connected to the house. Like, uh, you're, you're yeah. saying somebody died there or, you know, somebody lived there for a long time and their spirit still remains there for some reason. And typically it's when that, you know, like the house is under construction or, you know, there's a lot of people about or whatever that uh you know that's when that when activity seems to pick up from what i what i've heard um it has to do with the energy and things like that so well i'm you know i'm trying to keep a low energy these days because (laughs) (laughs) i do not want to have any of those um visitors but um you know I would have a hard time accepting a role um, if I knew it was going to be filmed in a haunted house. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would too. I think we're both a little, you know, not not afraid, I would say. I think we're both just a little skeptical and, uh, you know, just don't want to get involved in that sort of, you know, thing um, where yeah. we might be exposed to a entity or whatever i don't you know i have no desire for that and they're children also child actors you know because some of the characters are children in this plot so um you know i I have just like a million questions to ask of um jenna it's it's a fascinating story um you know as much as i like don't want to be a part of it in real life I want to hear, like, it's like watching a train wreck in a way, you know, like, I know everything. Okay, well, <laughs> not, that the, not that the movie is a train wreck or anything no, like that, no, it's just, no. you know. I mean, well, we don't know if it is, but I'm assuming, like, nobody really got killed or, you know, anything like that, but I want to know if she saw a ghost or... You know, if a knife went flying by. Or yeah, you know. yeah. 
Well, yeah, I guess we'll find out here in, in a few minutes. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I think um, I think it's a perfect follow-up to um, Waverly Hills from last week. And I definitely think the movie is perfect for people that love horror movies, that genre. Um, you know, I watched the trailer. It's very, uh, very terrifying to me. So is it you more know, like a like a slasher type, or is it like yeah. a... To me, it's like psychological, and those are the most scary things to me. Yeah. You know, like where you don't know if your mind is like... Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Uh, but it does involve a child and, you know, like a mom and a whole family dynamic, but it's the mother that's having this struggle. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's really, I think if you, if you love that kind of movie, this is definitely, you know, it's the movie for you. All right. Well, let's talk to Jenna and see what this is all about and what's happening in Savannah at the house. Jenna, I want to welcome you to Backstory Sessions. It's so exciting to have you as a guest today. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Well, so you grew up in New Jersey, and if I understand correctly, your mom was an artist and your dad was a veterinarian. Yes. The best of both worlds. I was going to say, like, how did you decide um, which side you were going to follow? Well, I was a terrible student, <laughs> so um, I, even though I love science, my grandfather was a scientist too, so I grew up around a lot of like labs and scientific stuff, and I was always fascinated with it, but I was a terrible student, not by choice. I had learning disabilities. I couldn't, I, I just really struggled with school, and then I naturally just kind of gravitated towards the arts. And, you know, my mom being an artist, I would, you know, go to art shows and museums. And I really liked that. But she also, both my parents were obsessed with film and they would take me to the movies all the time in the theater. And then I just naturally was like gravitated towards that thinking um, I don't have to do it, take any tests for this. So or dissect, go in this direction. or dissect any frogs or anything. Yeah, but I, I probably would be okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, with your dad being a veterinarian, I imagine you've got to see, like, a lot of things like that, of surgeries and things, or, you know, hurt animals. And, but he made better, I'm sure. Um, he did. So, probably when you took these, like, left brain, right brain tests, I could see you, like, being even or something, because... You, you had the artistic side and then you had a more like scientific side as well. Mm -hmm. So when did you start acting? Started acting. I took my first acting class when I was 13. I think the interest in it really started around 10, but I was really shy. I wasn't a really, uh, I mean, I was close with my friends, but I didn't like talking to any, anyone. I was very shy, introverted. I, didn't I, like so when I came to my parents and I said 
I want to act. They were shocked because they're like, you don't talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, you you have to talk. You have to say (laughs) words. And I was like, yeah, I know, but I think I can do this. And they were like, all right. They put me in a class when I was 13. And then I started going into Manhattan um, when I was 14, 15, taking classes, continue taking classes through high school. I did a work study program, so I didn't even have to go to school for the full day. Um, And I could just study in New York taking classes. And I started auditioning. And then I was working professionally when I was 17. Well, I'm curious about the work study. Um, You know, I'm like a big proponent for schools to have this because uh, what was the um, value of that experience for you? Well, I wasn't stressed out having to take all these classes. I was like, what what do I need to graduate? And then they said, you just need this. And I having that pressure off of me to do more in in areas that I already was struggling in that helped. And then I was also balancing it by doing something I was really interested in. And it was exhausting because I was commuting to New York on school days. So I would, so I would sometimes get home at eight 30 at night and I would still have homework, but I would sometimes do that on the train. But I mean, it was, I mean, it was a, it was a lot. And I, I mean, it wasn't every day. I had a job at a costume shop on the other days so I could make some money so I could pay for my train ticket. So it just gave me this balance of I have to still do some school, but I also get to do what I like. And it was just so much better for me mentally to not feel like all I have is school. So when do you decide acting is going to be the career path? Oh, I mean, when I was 16 and I started auditioning in New York, I mean, that was, I mean, at 13, I was getting my feet wet and then 14, I was just learning more and more. And then by 15, 16, I was like, okay, what do I have to do to make money doing this and do it? Like, how do I get on TV or film or whatever? So it it definitely started around then. Uh, so how did you get on TV and things like that? I mean, what was your plan and how did you execute that? Well, I, I mean, I didn't know what I was doing. I was clueless <laughs> most of the time. I really was, it was like day by day, trial by error. I had no one, no one else in my town did this. I had no one to talk to. So when I would go into the city and I would talk to a couple of teachers, it was like a teen acting studio, which was fantastic. And I, I credit them for so much. Um, they, I said, what do I do? What's next? And then I did a talent showcase and an agent picked me up from that showcase when I was probably 16, started auditioning in New York. And then because I was auditioning in New York, I really needed to do that work study program because I had to go into the city to audition for roles. So I, I probably missed, so I missed so much school for auditions, but I started getting callbacks and my tape was sent to LA. And ultimately I just, I got my first job through, and it's different than taping now. They would literally send a VHS, FedEx, cross country. <laughs> people, people in LA would, 
watch it within a week and then you'd find out a month later <laughs> now it's you find out three hours after you submit it from your home <laughs> so the the industry is just everything has changed so much but that was how i first got really going in my professional career so what was the first thing that you um auditioned for that you got paid for I did a TV pilot for the WB, which is now the CW. <laughs> this this ages me, but it's okay. Um, I I did a pilot. I went out there to test. I had never been to LA, didn't drive a car, had no idea what I was doing, went into a room, didn't know that you're supposed to like dress the cat. I, I didn't know anything. I was there with like sweatpants <laughs> and like... A fl like a flowery top and I don't wear like I was kind of, not a goth kid but I liked weird clothes and I dressed in black and or I wore a dress over pants I was always such a weird dresser so I went to LA thinking I gotta I gotta look like an LA person and I bought like this super floral ugly shirt and I wore it and I looked ridiculous and i had like weird baggy pants i just have a distinct memory of like these weird baggy like the two things that shouldn't go together and i just showed up thinking that's what it was and um like that's what i was supposed to wear and uh i wound up booking it and then they said okay go back to high school get your paperwork get all your homework because you're gonna have to still do your school work and then come back in two weeks and we're gonna shoot this pilot wow so how did you, I mean, were you excited, nervous, scared, everything? I was dry heaving throughout the entire <laughs> process. It was so, I didn't know, it was in front of a live studio audience. It was like a four camera uh, family sitcom. And it, it, I was, I, I'm like, li I'm like living in a hotel. I don't know anyone in LA. I, I was I mean, I actually documented the whole thing on a video because I had a video camera that I I taped my high school experience because I was a weirdo kid with the camera. And I actually documented the whole thing on my camera, which is wow. crazy. Um, it's probably all warped because I never transferred anything. But uh, I was just scared, nervous, had no idea what I was doing. I almost got fired because I was so nervous that they pulled me aside one day and said, we're going to have to fire you if you don't pull it together. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. But I was, you know, I was, I had just turned 18 when we shot it. So I didn't have my parents there. It, they wouldn't fly anyone with me. They're like, you're an adult. And I'm like, I've only been a legal adult for two months. <laughs> <laughs> and it was, it was scary, but I pushed through and I wound up having a lot of fun on it, but it was a huge learning experience. It was such a crash course in working in TV and nothing that you are taught in an acting class can prepare you for what it's like on set. Was that, was so, that pilot picked up? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was not picked up. It should have been. It was really, it was, a, it was really cute. It's about a New York City family. It, I actually remember it was called, they said, a New York City family with Big Apple humor. <laughs> that was, the, yeah. Filmed in L.A. <laughs> Filmed in L.A. 
That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, well, all the things that you learned from that, um, what do you do next? How do you, how do you move forward from that? Well, I graduated high school because I was like, well, I got to get this chapter of my life done. And, um, I graduated and I moved to Manhattan right after graduation. I lived in New York for a few years and I just continued auditioning. I had, I, I wasn't a theater person. I did theater in high school, um, but I wasn't classically trained And New York is New York. And they're like, where did you study? And I'm like, I didn't. And they're, they won't audition you or you won't get the role because you're not classically trained or you're not a star who's doing something on Broadway. Mm -hmm. So I quickly learned that, I was not going to have a Broadway career unless I went to conservatory and TV was not hopping there at the time. There were like three shows and I still to this day have not been on law and order. And it is a career goal of mine <laughs> to be on that show because I must have auditioned for it like 25 times. And I kept, I was on hold blah, 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 and it never happened. And I'm like, I'll be damned if I leave this planet without, <laughs> I'll be a dead, at this point, I'm like, I'll be a dead body. I like, it's just so ridiculous to me that I never locked that in. Um, and then I eventually, I was like, okay, I, I worked a little bit, had a ton of close calls. And then I said, you know what? I got to go to LA. I got to work in, that's where all the TV and film is. So three years later, I moved to LA. Yeah, who do we know at Law and Order? <laughs> I was getting ready to say, I feel like we are going to bring you some good uh, karma because we've had like three or four guests at least from Law Really? Law. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you know, just being on this podcast is, I feel like, <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, Brett Lada and uh, Amy Chang and there are a couple others too that have been on Law and Order that yeah, we interviewed. We, we definitely had our I run with those, so uh, now we're going to be adding uh, Jenna Shaw. There so, you go. Yes. <laughs> yeah, get the word out. Because, look, I'm a Jersey girl. I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm there. I can do this. What, what, so uh, we will put the word out there. Thank you. What part of now, Jersey are you from? Central on the shore. Oh, okay. Yeah, I grew up well, in upstate New York. Spent a lot of time in the city. You know, did, yeah. did the commute for a while. It was, it's rough. At my commute, well, like on the express train was 55 minutes. But there were only like three or four express trains when I was commuting. And then all the other ones were like an hour and a half. Yeah. And it does, it just, I'm like, and people do this every day. Oh, I know. It was like uh, an hour and a half from Poughkeepsie where I lived. And uh, that was the express. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know Poughkeepsie. I got family there. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I lived there for many years before I, well, it's a long story, but now I'm in Kentucky, so. Oh, okay. Big change. Well, and yeah. now we're going to take her to Georgia because uh, Savannah Haunting, uh, as I understand it, uh, this takes place in Savannah. <laughs> it does. It does. And I did not know that Savannah is like, Salem or you know a haunted <laughs> it is it's the southern Salem yes and I had no idea that um 
you know, to me, it seems like rather charming and historic. And um, but then I guess when you start thinking about the historic and the, you know, all the things there, it, it's probably not a stretch to see why it might be uh, the haunted city of the South. But this movie, okay, so it's based on uh, a true experience or a life's experience of the writer and director. Is that is that right? Yes. It's the writer-director, William Mark McCullough. Um, he lived there with his family. He had a bunch of siblings. They grew up there. It was his father's home. And they experienced all these things growing up and never talked about anything for 30 years, something like that. Mark decided to write a horror film based on the experiences that he had and then told his family, hey, listen, I'm making this movie. Did you guys ever experience anything like this? And they all all said yes. <laughs> and then and then basically he, he like infused all their experiences into the movie. And then we shot at the house that everything took place, which is very trippy. <laughs> Uh, so what was the selling point for this? Um, you know, like just hearing that much of it, would uh, I would be like so freaked out. But uh, did you have any experiences before with, you know, paranormal sightings or feelings or anything like that? Before we shot the movie? Yes. Yes. And... I, I say I'm as much of a skeptic as I am a believer. I will always try to find a logical, rational, reasonable thing that like, okay, this happened because the window was open. Um, I had, a, there was a, I lived in a haunted apartment in New York that weird things happened. And then my first apartment in LA, it, that place was haunted too and then i was like i need i was like i need new construction i need i was like i need uh i was like what do i need i need the sage i didn't even know what sage was but i i was like every place i lived after that i was like when was it built did any did anyone die here like i probably came off sounding crazy but i had experienced yes i experienced two haunted apartments and prior to you know all uh, the shoot the shoot with the uh, Savannah haunting, and then I experienced things while shooting, so I I had a frame of reference. Um. So when did the rest of the cast seem um much like you? Maybe skeptical, but also accepting or. I mean, or did some people freak out? Because I would be one of those people. <laughs> well, I think everyone was, you know what? Everyone was kind of open to, oh, this is kind of spooky. The house is really weird. Like, it's just a weird house. The layout's weird. The design, I mean, it's cool, but it's like trippy and unsettling. Just the design and layout. You're like, uh, this is interesting decor and this is a, <laughs> what an interesting design it's and it's not your typical savannah home it does not have any typical savannah architecture um when his father built it he just he he built just a strange home and just expanded upon it so it didn't feel like an old 
Savannah house or an old plantation home. Like I, I was, I was not expecting it to be what it was. And I thought, Oh, it can't be that freaky. And everyone else was like, Oh, it's just, it's just weird. And I don't, a couple of people were like, I don't want anything to happen. I just want to do my job. <laughs> I don't want to experience anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't No, no. And everyone had something happen for the most part at the house. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I have to ask like what kind of things happened there? Um, there was one night it's, so there's uh, upstairs, downstairs. We had shot everything upstairs already. So all the equipment, everything's being moved downstairs. They're shooting all the big stuff in the big foyer area, whatever. And I was upstairs in this closet. It was like this really weird, long closet. And you had to open a door, take two steps down. And it was like a 10, 12 foot closet. It was just, and it was narrow. And all the wardrobe was kept in there. And the cast, we really liked it because it was warm. And we would all, there were, you couldn't put a chair in there. It was very cramped, but we would sit in there to stay warm and learn our lines and just kind of relax because we all, for some reason, gravitated towards that closet. We all really liked it, which was strange. And we didn't realize like how strange it was that we were all drawn to it until the end of the shoot. Hmm. I was by myself in that closet, door closed, leaning against the door with my back. I'm sitting on the step and I hear dong, 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 three knocks on the door and the door hits me in the back three times with the force of the knocks. And I jump up and I go, ah, oh, oh, I'm not naked. Uh, don't hold on. Hold on. <laughs> and I, that's literally, that is literally what I said. Cause we would change in there too. I open the door. Nobody's there. Oh, wow. And I, I I swear on my life, it was three knocks that were hard enough to move that door into my back. And mm. there, and then I go out and I go, who came upstairs? Because <laughs> I'm freaking out. And they're like, we're shooting downstairs. Like, don't walk around up there. I'm like, I'm not walking around up there. <laughs> they're like, no one can go up there. We're shooting. And the sound. And I said, no, no, no. But no one came, no one came up there. Something knocked on the door. What we found out later, Mark told us, is that closet every night at like there was something, something happened. And from that night on, every night, Mark said he would hear something dragging down the closet. Like someone was taking a heavy, heavy bag and dragging it. Hmm. And he said that is also the most haunted room in the house. And he said, but there's some, there's always been something really strange about that closet. I think they found something in there, like in the wall. Uh. And we were all, the entire shoot, we're like two, three weeks in, and we're told this, and we're like, we're, it's just so strange because all of us were drawn to that closet. And we don't know, there were so many other rooms, but we all wanted to be in there. Yeah, that is weird. I wonder what wonder what the big uh, you know what the big attraction was. I I understand heat and all that, but like, wh why would everybody sort of uh, subconsciously be drawn to it? That's kind of mm-hmm. Because there was another room with a couch and chairs, and we never sat in it. <laughs> wow. 
Um, so, I mean, after, did anybody, like, be like, I don't want to come back to this place. I want to <laughs> go, you know, to the room nobody sat in or whatever. No, uh, we, we still, we still sat in that. We still love that little closet. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So was there, like, any kind of clause in the contract or anything, like, you might experience? Uh, I mean, did you know going into it that it was possible it was an active kind of uh, paranormal haunted house? Yes. They told us, hey, because they didn't know what anyone's religious beliefs were or they didn't want people getting freaked out, so... I don't remember if I was told on the phone or when I got there, but they said, just so you know, and they told this to everyone, we had um, someone come to cleanse the house before shooting and they buried rose quartz crystals in the corners, like by the outside in the corners, like to create some type of thing. And then they saged the place and then they did all these spiritual cleansings before we shot there. And they told us like, listen, we did whatever we felt we should to make people feel safer here. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're joking. And they're like, no, we actually had Rose Quartz shipped in from Arizona or something. And wow. we, we buried them in, in like the, these four corners and we saged the house and we had someone come in and do prayers and this and that to try to cleanse the energy for us to shoot there. And I was like, oh, you're serious. <laughs> and um, they, they were, but they, that's when they told us. And I was like, oh, and you know what? I'm glad they did because I only had a few experiences and who knows what would happen if they didn't do those things. <laughs> this wow. is right up my alley. <laughs> Get the sage out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it, it lends itself to the movie. Uh, <laughs> the plot and such that you know this is actively happening but um so what have you always been fascinated with um this genre of film yes i'm a horror junkie sci-fi junkie i love it i eat it up i've always been obsessed so anytime anything horror related comes along i'm like oh this is mine and this and when this came along i was like oh haunted house <laughs> i was like yes sign me up so when i was auditioning for it i was like this is mine this is mine no one will take it and i you know it was it was a very big heavy audition it was like a lot of dial a lot of pages and i was like i don't care i'm gonna do this so d doing this is like like i'm a kid in a candy shop i'm a, in a in a gory horror candy shop <laughs> And so how did you prepare to play this character? I like it's 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 a great question and I never have a good answer for it because I my it's I I go over the lines, I go over the story. I try to find layers where it's not just I don't want to just be scared. So I just try to I mean, I it's a you know, it's about a mother a mother and a family grieving the loss of a child. Right. So having experienced my own loss, it's like I can kind of pull from that. But I don't really, I, I do your typical prep work, learning lines, breaking down the, the script a bit, but I don't really get into it until I'm in the space. 
So when I'm on set, I usually just make sure I take like a couple minutes if I can to kind of like settle, take in everything. I'm like, okay, I got my wardrobe on, my makeup, whatever. And then I just go into it. There's, I don't over prepare in any way, I guess. So you're not like living in the character and, you know, like some people do, they get into character and they stay in it the entire time. I, to me, that just sounds exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, it's just, no, it's, that's never been my process. Not to say I don't try to stay in it, you know, on the day right, um, yeah. when maybe when I wake up, but like, if I were to do 30 days like that, I, I would, I, I would need to go after this. I would need to go into a mental <laughs> because it's so taxing, like emotionally. Yeah. Um, so yeah, preparation. It's, it's kind of like, some light preparing and until you get on set and also you can only prepare so much before you're working with your actors because you don't know what they're gonna do sure and so you had children um on the set um mm -hmm. what, what was their reaction to um these occurrences well nico who plays my son the youngest son he was kind of excited, like, what's going to happen? Is something going to pop out? <laughs> like, it was it was really cute, but also, like, you could tell he was, you know, a little spooked at times. When it got dark there, and we shot at night a lot, you know, he was, like, definitely wanting to stay by right. parents or people. Because you, you don't want to wander around that place by yourself <laughs> as an adult, let alone, like, a seven-year-old. Um, I mean... So I, he was fine, and everyone was really good with making sure, like, he didn't get too spooked out. Everybody else was, was I mean, I think everybody was pretty good. We were such a tight-knit group that we were always with each other to some degree. We were also living in a bubble because we were shooting during um, COVID lockdown. Mm -hmm. Not the beginning of it. We got shut down at the beginning, and then it was four, five, six months later that we went back into production. So, you know, we the fact that we really liked each other. I mean, really, we all still keep in contact. We're very close. Um, that like, we just got along. We were very supportive and I think we kind of distracted each other. So we didn't experience anything while we needed to, when we needed to work. Mm -hmm. Did anything funny happen? Like are, are any of the spirits or anything funny rather than, you know, eerie. I wish I could say yes, <laughs> but no, <laughs> there's nothing funny. <laughs> there's like, there's nothing like the script is like, uh, it's like a slow burn. The story, it's like a very slow burn. It's scary. It's spooky. The house is spooky. Um, though it's a, it's, it feels heavy, you know, yeah. there's, there wasn't much levity. There were no, I mean, we would always crack jokes and stuff just to us, but I, the house was like, no, 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 none of this is a joke. Because mm -hmm. we were kind of re, we were reenacting things that happened in the house, which <laughs> I was like, is this going to make the spirits angry? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going to dredge Are up they going to be like, I remember when I did that. Right. <laughs> no, you got it That's wrong. That's not the way I did that. Do it like this. Right. Do, an do another take. It Wait, what? <laughs> wow. 
Wow. I mean, I just can't even imagine this. This is so... Uh, you, you may never have another experience like that. I, it, that's um, pretty, I would think, once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing to to be in a story written about <laughs> this house and then filming in this house. Um, you know, that's a really interesting backstory to me. It's, it's fascinating. I mean, it was very exciting, but the, when I think about it, I'm like, do I want to do something like that again? I don't know. Would I? Probably. But you would. I think you would. I, I, I mean, yeah. But it's like if someone gave me a choice and they said, do you want to go and reenact a bunch of stuff in the actual haunted house or do you want to do this comedy? I, I would I would question it for a second. Even though I love horror, I'd be like, um, how haunted are we talking? Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have had, uh, we've had some guests that, um, you know, in their daily life, they have lived in, they said, um, haunted house uh, or apartments. And mm -hmm. uh, one was named Michael, the, you know, the ghost or spirit, whatever, uh, was named Michael. And he was kind of funny. Like, so some, I guess some spirits are more lighthearted than others, uh, it seems. I've uh, definitely heard stuff like that where it's like, you know, Bobby the ghost keeps moving, you know, this this thing and puts it in funny positions or, you know, th there's nothing there's nothing light in that house that we like. I it, Yeah. Mm. No. So you ended up in uh, winning some best actress awards for this. I did. How did that feel after going through all of that you went through? Amazing. I like. Who who doesn't want to win an award? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'll take it. I'm like, thank you. Especially like a horror film getting acknowledged in that way. I mean, so many of the actors and the director and the, our producers, like everybody got nominated. And that's not the usual for horror films. They usually don't get that type of um, attention. Yeah. So yeah, I was very happy. I was like, Yes, I'll take these nominations. Yes, I will take the award. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> uh, did your parents, did they see this? They did. And were they, like, freaked out or? My dad said, I don't like these types of movies. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, it was relentless. And I have so much anxiety. And he said, but I forgot I was watching you. He's like, I got really drawn in. And it, like, I, he's like, it, you know, parents, they're like, that's my kid. Why is my kid doing that right. when they're seeing you on screen? He was, he said he had so much anxiety. And I was like, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> my mom was like, she's like, you're, you're really good. I, I should, but my mom goes, but I want to see you be funny. <laughs> like my, my mom is not, she's not super giving with compliments, but she, she said she, she enjoyed it. But my parents, they, they like, um, sci-fi more than horror. That's mm. totally fine. But this isn't like full on horror. This isn't super gore or whatever. This is like the slow burn. It's almost like a psychological thriller. Yeah. Yeah. 
So what is next for you um, besides us getting you on Law and Order, of course? Yes. <laughs> sending that out to the universe again. But, um, you know, comedy, is that something that you want to do next? I've always wanted to do comedy. I, I Once I started doing a lot of dramatic roles, I just, that's that's been my bag lately. I love comedy. I would love to do, see, what I love about horror is that you, there's so many subgenres of horror. You can do, you know, horror comedies. You can do slasher. You can do the uh, monster horrors. There's so many things. So I would love to do a campy horror film. Like that's that would be a dream too. I, I mean, I've I've done one in the past, but I want to do more of those. So because that's the best of both worlds for me. Mm. Um, and then coming up, I just finished on a project yesterday <laughs> so um waiting for that to i mean that's i will talk about that when they tell me that i can yeah but and i have a couple of other things that um i shot that are going to be coming out soon ish in the next you know four months or so and then just on to you know auditioning and seeing where the next thing comes law and order law and order <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, I know we're running out of time with you, but you're so fascinating. I I wish we had longer. Well, I'll come back for the next stuff. All right. That would be awesome. We can can definitely talk more. All right. Cool. We'd appreciate that. Um, It was great having you on. Uh, You know, great stories. And, uh, you know, we wish you the best in what's to come and, uh, you know, hope to keep in touch and talk about what the next you know the next thing is and when you get on law and order you know uh definitely have to let oh. us know yeah well you're gonna help me so you'll be a part of the process <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh thank you so much happy halloween yes please watch a savannah honey and, and get scared I was scared just watching the trailer. I'm so <laughs> out there. <laughs> Yay, first goal met. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jenna. Thank you again. All right. Thanks. Take care. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye-bye. As always, if you have any questions, concerns, or comments, you can send those to Kat at iwriteplays at outlook.com. Or you can write to me at BackstorySessions at gmail.com or Matt at Level11Ventures.com. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Take care.